0: Okay, we're doing really well.
3: What is that? What is what? It, it appears to be a 40 foot
1: high vertical rock face. Oh excellent. Hey? The, this is the Hillary step. It was named after Sir Edmund Hillary beca- because he- save your oxygen man. Stay alive now
3: history later.
1: It means we're nearly there. Oh, good.
3: I'm just gonna go and sit down and have a little sleep. No, Roy. No, if you go to sleep here, you'll never wake up. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just gonna have a little rest against this big step fella. <coughs> what
0: was that? What? It moved. Look, there's a gap. My God! Do you feel that? Yeah. Oxygen.
1: Warm air. It's a door. Push! Oh my word. Warmth. Come to Papa.
0: Crisp, where are you going? Nothing. You do just sit there and warm up.
3: Hang on there, Squire. Do you know something we don't?
0: What? No! Of course not! Ha <laughs> ha How silly! I'm just going to have a little explore.
1: Why have you drawn your pistol?
0: Have I? Oh, yes. Force of habit.
1: From the war. Hang on. What's that? My God. There's something coming up the passage. Rather rapidly. Uh, Quick! Back outside! What, out there? Are you mad? It's no use anyway. The door's sealed behind us. What is it? What do you think it is, man? Yeti! Um, hello?
4: Stay where you are.
0: It can talk.
4: Yes, it can. It can hear, too. And it has feelings.
0: Oh, <laughs> sorry.
4: You shall come with me.
0: Do we have to?
4: Brunscott, Pogo Ghost, is we so bad. Blimey.
0: Where did they come from? We're surrounded. Okay, we shall go with you.
4: Kantuli, Memplip Benker
1: well this is cozy at least there are beds sort of is that yeti fur Eurgh. looks very soft though and warm lorimer there's a city inside this mountain i know roy i'm very excited about it if i wasn't so brain-numbingly tired you there God! We demand to see your queen. Eh? Queen?
4: You well, but first you must rest. Sleep, and on the morrow you will have an audience with the queen.
1: Sold! Right, I'm having the double in the corner. How did you know there would be a queen?
0: What? Oh, uh, come on, Chesterfield. Did you really not see it? Classic hive behaviour, bound to be a queen.
1: Hmm, I suppose so. Roy? <sniffs> He's
0: asleep, which we should be too. I think we've got a big day ahead of us
1: tomorrow. Mm. Yes, you're right. Come on then, let's get comfy. The Monster Hunters By Peter Davis and Matthew Woodcock Episode 3, Queen of the Yeti Men.
3: Well, I don't know about you, but that was the best night's sleep I think I've ever had.
1: Yes, it was rather good. My brain doesn't feel like jelly anymore.
0: Where are they taking us?
1: To see their queen. So, the Yetis
0: have a queen. So it seems. I've been observing them. There appear to be two types of yeti, just as the Sherpas described. You see those ones over there? What,
1: those furry red feathers? Yes. They seem to be keeping their distance. Watching. Yes, and I've seen some of them disappearing up the tunnel we came in.
4: They are the Nalim. They forage outside to bring us food and knowledge, and to ward off intruders.
3: So who are these big scary-looking grey chaps, then? Um,
1: And you are?
4: I am a cantac. We run the mountain, guard the queen, and are the keepers of the secret ways.
1: Secret ways? You have much
4: to learn, little man.
1: Really? (laughs) Wonderful! Oh, now you've done it. So, you said the Nalim collect knowledge. Is that knowledge of the outside world?
4: Among other things. The pursuit of knowledge is all. We, the Queen's cantac, exist for esoteric wisdom.
1: He's got a good vocabulary, hasn't he? Don't you see, Roy? This is all they do. They stay here guarding the mountain from outsiders and just learn things. You're in heaven, aren't you? And are you willing to share this
0: knowledge with us?
4: We shall see. If the Queen commands it, so shall it be done. First, you must observe the ancient rite of fealty.
0: This is all getting a bit much.
3: I think I might go and have another lie down.
4: There is no time. The Queen awaits...
0: And we are eager to meet her, too. Um, what should we call you? Do you have a name?
4: You may call me flaylie
3: I don't think much of their decor. It's just tunnels. <laughs>
0: Something funny.
4: Turn the next corner and you will see.
0: Hell's cats. Beautiful! Have you ever seen a cavern so huge? Once.
3: In a cave formation in South Africa. We were tracking these giant rockworms.
0: Not now, Roy. Come. Come meet your new queen.
4: Behold, Her Royal Highness Queen Lilab.
1: Your Highness. Your Majesty. Hello there. Roy.
2: Greetings, humans. We have been observing you for some time. Your quest for knowledge has brought you all the way to our domain. And for that, we respect you and your persistence. For that reason, we could not let you perish outside our doorway.
1: Thank you, your majesty.
0: Now tell us, what do you want? Your Royal Highness, my name is George Crisp. I have come a long way to seek an audience with you. I would like to offer my services in any way I can in exchange for some time with your people to share some of your knowledge. As a token of my goodwill, I present to you a gift. These two men. What did he say? Please accept these offerings to you to sacrifice to your noble cause. With their deaths, I prove my sincerity and commitment. Why, you little- Back.
4: there is no violence at court unless the Queen commands it.
2: Human Crisp, I thank you for your offer. But your information is obsolete. We have not partaken in human sacrifices for a hundred years. Really? Uh, But what about all the human deaths on the mountain? Mostly accidents. Humans tend to
3: panic when ruffled. Most regrettable. Aha! Take that, Crisp. Now you've got some explaining to do. Not yet. First, we
2: must decide your fate. Although we no longer sacrifice to the mountain, there may
0: still be a death here today. Oh, dear. Choose your champion. Eh? Oh dear. It's trial by combat. We choose a champion, and if he wins the fight, then we are accepted into the mountain. And if he loses? If he should lose, one of you must die. But you can choose which one. <laughs> uh, why are you looking at me? Well, that's all right, then. Come on, then. I'm your man.
1: Whom are fighting?
0: The queen's champion is the mighty Marchuk.
1: Hello. Jesus. He's very large, isn't he? The fight is
4: over when one of you is incapacitated or a limb is removed. Just so you know, Marchuk's specialty is arm-ripping.
3: Um, on second thoughts, maybe Crisp should fight this one. Too late. The champion has been announced. Damn. All right then, Sonny. Let's dance.
5: <laughs> yes, that's it, <sighs> Get
1: cool. Go on, Ow! Ooh. His head. Uh, ah. Ow! Oh. His arm. His arm. His arm. His arm. His arm. Yes, I can see that, Lorimer.
3: You're not helping. Ow! Gaff my arm, you big furry bastard! All right, You asked for it. Prepare to meet the same fate as two hundred bears. I'm going full steel kido. Hi! <coughs> He's down.
4: He is indeed. Marchuk has been defeated.
2: Very impressive, human. Your name?
3: My name is Steel. Roy Steel. And for you, your majesty, I would floor a thousand marchucks. Oh, human steel.
1: Please, call me Roy. Um, thank you for the opportunity, your highness.
2: You shall be taken to your new quarters. And how long may we be permitted to stay? Uh Ah. You do not understand... We cannot risk news of our community reaching the outside world. You may never leave. What? Human Crisp and the other one. You are free to choose between staying with our Cantax and enjoying the extent of our knowledge and research, or working with our Nalem to protect the mountain and our people. Either way, you will never see your human civilization again.
0: The The Cantax, please.
2: Very well. And me, your highness? We enjoy you, human Roy. You shall stay here at court with us. Sold!
1: This is all very impressive, Leilai. I've never seen such nice kitchens.
4: You flatter. Come this way.
1: Uh, Listen, Chesterfield... Can it, Crisp? It's obvious you're just using us to get here. You've known all along about this subterranean civilization... The question is, how? I didn't know. Not for
0: certain. I've heard rumours, that's all. Any secrets I kept were to protect you.
1: And offering us as sacrifices? That... that was a joke! You, sir, are an utter bum... Human
4: Crisp and the other one. In here, please.
1: I have a name you know. It's Lauren. We have no need
4: of your name. Shortly you shall be given new names
1: quite like my name
4: here you will assimilate fully into our culture the first thing to go is your human names
1: and the second thing
4: this is one of our research rooms i will leave you here with jashnik our brightest and most
1: revered researcher
5: oh please good day humans come in
1: uh, thank you jashnik goodbye Thlaylite. oh he's gone You'll have
5: to excuse me; I must continue my work. Is—is is that? Are you doing an autopsy? Indeed. How better to learn about physiognomy than by getting your hands in and having a good rummage? Put those gloves on and stand here. Oh,
1: uh, okay.
5: Ah, look—it's one of the nelim. Hello. What's your name? I'm
1: the from London.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, The Nalim do not speak English. So, uh, what do
1: you research in here?
5: Everything. We collate information from the outside world and store it here in these binders. Good God. There are
0: thousands of them.
5: And that's just this room. Overall, we have five million binders. My word. How are there so many? We have a binder factory on the lower levels. That is very sensible. And what is this information for? I do not understand. Um,
1: What do you do with all your knowledge?
5: Do? Why, nothing. The pursuit of knowledge is all. Uh, Here, hold this. Uh. We research, learn, and retain everything about the planet. Gosh,
1: you must have fantastic memories.
5: Yes, although... Mine is nothing compared to our noble queen, but then she has a lot more to retain with her advanced age.
0: Really? She doesn't look older than the rest of you.
5: Our queen has ruled here for almost two thousand years. Ugh look at that. Don't you just love the spleen?
1: Um, yes, it's always been my favorite organ. But 2,000 years? Do you all live that long?
5: No, no. Our average lifespan is roughly twice that of you humans, but our queen has been imbued with the heart of the mountain. And what is that? An elixir. It sharpens the mind and prolongs life. For how long? We do not know. She still lives. Oh, yes, of course. But it is said the previous queen remembered the Neolithic era. Previous queen? So it doesn't make her immortal, then? She is not immune to certain dangers. Careful, you're dripping.
1: Oh, sorry. So why don't you all take this elixir?
5: It is reserved for the queen. That is in our ancient laws. And what is it exactly? Could we see it? That privilege is reserved only for the Kantak prefects. You are only Kantak trainees. It will be weeks before you are even ready for the transformation.
1: The transformation? Greetings again.
4: Jashnik, how are you?
5: Very well. Thank you, Thrae and I.
4: Good. Good. Nice spleen.
5: Thanks.
4: Um... The Queen demands your presence at court. You are to join her for your naming ceremony feast. Excellent.
1: Lead on. Uh, yes, but transformation.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and then I
3: said to him, the only subatomic particle in soup is a crouton.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: human Roy. It has been so long since we laughed so much.
3: You are a joy. And you, my dear, are a star. A star that's been plucked from the heavens and then dipped in some kind of delicious honey with a hint of scotch and a bay leaf. You big old flatterer, you. You have no idea. May I comb your arm?
1: You may. It's just the use of the word transformation. Will
4: you let it go? Do not fear the other one. You will be much better off afterwards. Look at me. When I was human, I was a scrawny, shy sapling of a man. Now I am head of the household Kantech.
1: When you were a human? Lorimer! Roy, we need to talk. Um, What's going on here exactly?
3: Would you excuse me, your majesty? Of course. Don't be too long, though.
2: Your feast is arriving. Thilelai?
4: Yes, Your Grace.
2: Bring me wine. And oysters.
1: (laughs) You seem to be getting on rather well.
3: Yes, it's rather nice being pampered by a court. And once you get past all that fur, that queen is quite a woman. Um, what? Don't give me that, Loglorimer. She's intelligent,
1: funny, and strong as an ox. Right, this is... I I can't even. Listen, Roy, they're gonna turn us into Yetis. Say what? They rename us, then some kind of process where we're transformed into Yetis. Ah, no, that makes sense. What? Well, she was saying things like, Ooh,
3: you'll look good with claws, and when you're hairier. Also, Lorimer, uh, what exactly is a consort? The Queen. She swoons.
4: Your Majesty, hold her. Rest her there on the floor. What is wrong, Your Grace? She points to the cup. (laughs) The Queen has been poisoned. The newcomers. Grab
1: them. Wait a minute! Unhand us. It's no use, man. They're surprisingly strong. We had nothing to do with this.
4: The Queen poisoned on the day you arrive? Coincidence? Surely not. Is
0: she dying?
2: I fear so.
0: Then look in my breast pocket. A bottle? You are the poisoner? Yes, I am. So unhand me. Eh? Hey, why are they letting him go? I know how this works. If somebody kills the queen, that someone becomes the rightful monarch. She thought she was safe because of the elixir, but this poison is the one thing on earth that can kill her. Now, by the ancient laws, nobody can touch me until the queen's fate is assured. How do you know all this? I suppose I can dispose of the pretense. I've known all along. We have known about these creatures for years, and now, finally, one of us has infiltrated the domain. We? Who are you working for? For? How dare you! I work for nobody. We are the... <coughs> ah, I see what you're doing. You think you can trick me into telling you of our plan. Nice try. You have been useful, though. You got me here. I was surprised that you made it. I was hoping you'd perish on the mountain, and now they've changed their laws, so they weren't even willing to sacrifice you. Not to worry. Once I rule the Yetis, there will be no escape for you. You killed Lance Cheevers, didn't you? <laughs> Clever boy. Now enough of this. You! Thleilai! Yes? Take me to the heart of the mountain. I demand the elixir.
4: The Queen is not dead
0: yet. Only a matter of time, dear boy. Now, I demand you take me to that elixir. I have need of it. One for me, and one to take away. So
3: let me get this straight. None of these yetis can harm you because you might be the next leader.
0: Correct, Steel. Isn't it delicious? You're forgetting one thing, Crisp. What? I'm not a yeti. Hi! Right, his gun! Oh! No! No! That was my best cravat, you backstabbing bastard! Hi!
4: Quickly, you two, take him over to the queen. Um, very well.
3: Why are we doing this exactly?
4: The ancient law. The only one who can harm the monarch's attacker is the attacked monarch.
0: That's a weird law. And I
2: think I have just enough strength left to
1: Jesus! Oh my word, that's a bit much. You two. You who brought
3: the
4: assassin. Um.
3: Now look here, fella. We didn't know he was gonna go all
1: poisoning on us. Stay where you are. Lorimer? I don't like the way they're looking at us. Who fits? <laughs> When I said we should climb up a mountain to look for yetis I don't think we'd end up running headlong through tunnels Being chased by them Really? Because that's mostly what happens when we do anything Roy, ahead! I've got eyes
3: Halt My face we will Have some fist you yeti bastard <laughs> Roy, help This one has a pike <laughs> He sounds like he's fishing for a bruising <laughs> Come on fellas You're dealing with Fisticuff Magazine's Mr Punchy 1973 Roy, look out Ow! That was my
1: chest! Right, have some of this. Lorimer, did you just... It's just hands, Roy. It's more than just hands, Lorimer. Well, at least we've taken care of these ones. Come on. It'll take more than that to stop us. How about a whole tunnel full of
3: yetis? Well, yes, that would do it. Oh, I see. Ha! Hello, chaps. No
4: more fighting. Stop now and talk.
3: That's just what I was saying we should do, wasn't it, Lorimer? Um,
4: You fled the court before we could explain. Eh?
1: Explain what?
4: Human Roy subdued the Queen's attacker. The ancient law states that he must rule until her fate is assured. What? What? Come back to court, Human Roy. We have much to do.
3: Lorimer! I'm...
1: Queen! I have no words. This is
3: it, fella. I finally made it. Pass your queen the wine, Thleilai.
4: She is still too ill. I mean me. Technically, you are
3: but regent. Listen, sonny. Technically is a very long word, so let's just say queen for now.
4: Yes, your majesty.
3: I'll let you off this time. How is she?
4: I fear it will not be long now.
3: She'll be okay. I've ordered my best man on the case to find the antidote.
4: I thought he volunteered to do it.
3: Well, yes, but I was just about to order him to do it. But don't you worry. If anyone can make her better, Lorimer's your man. He never fails.
1: I failed.
5: You're using too much sulfuric acid. Am I? Yes. I would recommend none.
1: Oh, oh, yes, you're right. Sorry, I'm a bit flustered.
5: Would you like me to help? Oh, yes, please. That is good. I've secretly been doing it for the last 30 minutes. Really? Your breakdown of the poison is mostly accurate, but there are certain flaws that would render the antidote fatal.
1: Right. And and what do you have?
5: Oh. Oh, yes. Huh. Wow, you're good. Yes, I am. Uh, let us work... Together. Uh, Just let me ask you one uh, quick question first. Okay. What do you think of Thlelai?
1: Um, he seems
5: very powerful. Yes, he does. Doesn't he? Strong. (laughs) Sadly, he's the strong, silent type. I have no way of knowing what he thinks of me. He said nice spleen. I'm sure he says that to all the girls. Uh, maybe, if someone could speak to him for me, see what he thinks. Um,
1: shouldn't we be getting on with the antidote? It's just, you know, intense time pressure.
5: Oh, of course. <laughs> just think about it. Now, hand me the yellow binder.
4: She does not even know I exist. I just get so nervous around her. The last time I saw her, I said something about a spleen. Maybe I should just tell her how I feel. What do you think?
3: More grapes!
4: Have you been listening to anything I've said?
3: Not now, Sonny. Look, I'm just here till the Lady Queen gets better. Then she can do the hard work, and I'll do the gags. Trust me, I've got the harder job. You lot need to lighten up. So let's just kick back and enjoy ourselves. Have you cats heard of Boogaloo?
4: No. Enough of this, Boogaloo. Thleiline, the transformation. Yes, I know. Uh, your majesty, we must arrange for your transformation post-haste. The ancient law says that the leader must be a yeti.
3: But I already am the leader. Right? Does the ancient law say what happens if the person who becomes a leader isn't a yeti?
4: Yes, it does.
3: Oh. I'm not going to like it, am I? No, you're not. Right. Get Lorimer. Tell him that cure better be working.
1: Is it working?
5: I fear not. And yet, I wonder. What? What is that? This is pure elixir from the heart of the mountain. It's beautiful. Yes. I am mixing it with the serum used in our transformations. Mayhap the poison works by... Combating Yeti DNA, this should strengthen her enough for the antidote to work. Oh, it's gone red. Is that a good sign? I do not know. Although, in some eastern countries such as China and Taiwan, red symbolises good luck. Does it?
1: Interesting. Whereas in eastern countries it usually means danger.
5: Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) Come.
4: The Queen demands your presence.
1: Uh, uh, we haven't actually- You asked... must
4: come now. This human Roy is driving us all banangos. Uh,
1: b-
5: It is a cross between bananas and mangoes. It is the worst kind of frustration. Oh dear. But go. The science is sound. Trust in the formula.
1: Very well. Lead on. Emma! Good to see you,
3: old man. Tell me you've got the antidote. Well, I think so, but... Great!
1: I haven't tested it yet. That doesn't matter. Look, you're a scientist. I'm sure it'll be fine. Not all scientists are chemists, Roy. What, really?
4: The Queen grows worse. We must try your antidote or the Regent must be transformed.
1: You hear that? Uh, yes. Well, I suppose I'd better give this to the Queen. What a good idea.
4: She lies behind this curtain your grace
1: the Leli
2: my people they are in good hands
1: I must know before the end hush your majesty in a minute you'll be able to see for yourself I hope what does he mean
4: he believes he has
1: found a cure a, a cure <laughs> fingers crossed drink this your majesty your majesty she faints
3: we are
4: losing her oh god
3: Lorimer, what have you done? Prepare the
4: Font of Transformation!
3: No, wait!
2: Look!
4: Your... Your Grace?
2: The Layla, I feel... restored!
4: The Queen
2: lives! Rejoice! Score! Hooray! It works! It actually works! Help me to stand, Human Roy. My people must see their Queen.
4: Do not tax yourself, Your Majesty. You are still too weak.
3: You take your royal time. I've got this whole ruling thing off to a tee. Put your feet up. Have a biscuit.
5: Your majesty should rest for at least a day. This Lorimer has done well. Thanks. For a human. Thanks. Perhaps I could be permitted to study his impressive mind whilst the queen recovers.
3: I give my royal permission. You've
1: earned it, fella. Roy Steele, that is not what she meant.
2: You have saved us. The fate of the Yeti people is secure. We are in your debt. If there is anything we can do,
1: you need but ask. Um, well, there is one thing. What? We'd, we'd quite like to go home. I see.
2: The ancient law states that those who have seen our kingdom may never leave. But you have proven yourselves trustworthy and noble. Cheers! You may indeed leave. But we shall be watching you. And if either of you breathes a word of what you've seen here to anybody, we shall remove your heads and bring them back here as naughty lampshades. Right. That's not quite
3: the thanks I was expecting. Now go. Before I change my mind. We shall. Farewell, your majesty. So long, Queenie. It's been a blast.
4: This way, humans. I shall lead you back to your base camp.
1: Thank you. Uh, Goodbye, Jashnik.
5: Farewell, human.
4: And, uh, Jashnik, perhaps once I return, we could possibly share a quiche?
5: I'd like that. Ah, smell
3: that mountain air.
1: Don't. I've had enough of mountains.
3: Have you ever noticed how many of
1: our friends and colleagues turn out to be murderers? Yes, I have, actually. Oh, good. I thought it was just me. He was clearly in cahoots with some kind of organisation. And he wanted the heart of the mountain for someone. One for me and one to take away. Mm. Do you think this has anything to do with the big bad thing all the werewolves were scared of? I hope not. But it is worrying me.
3: Well, we'll probably find out soon enough.
1: And that's what I'm afraid of.
3: I tell you one thing. That plan of Crisp's was certainly very elaborate, wasn't it? Where is this going? No, you say, yes, it was. Okay.
1: Yes, it was. And yet he did it anyway. Very good. Can we go home now? Yes. <laughs> Queen of the Yeti Men was written and directed by Peter Davis and Matthew Woodcock, with Matthew Woodcock as Roy Steele, Peter Davis as Laura Chesterfield and Thelay, David Knight as George Crisp, Laura Marshall as Jashnik, and Grace Dunn as the Queen. Engineered and edited by Peter Davis. Music by Simon Magus and Peter Davis. With thanks to Heather Dool, Laura Davis and Emma Gibbs. Visit our website www.themonsterhunters.com The Monster Hunters, from Newgate. So when it says mince pie, it's not the same as mince you find in, like, a bolognese, which I didn't realise, and it was Christmas time, obviously, and I served up these little pies, which I thought were delicious, didn't go down well with the in-laws. Oh, hello there, didn't see you there. Hello. (laughs) How are you down there? Look at your face. Behind the sofa. Aren't you small? Come on out. Oh, right, stay there then, see if we can. We are the Monster Hunters, talking about the making of the Monster Hunters. Or are we? Yes, we are. I'm Peter Davis and this is Matthew Woodcock and we are the writers, directors and stars of The Monster Hunter, Amongst other things, but mainly The Monster Hunters. So today we're talking about Series 3, Episode 3, Queen of the Yeti Men. So this is very, very different to the, the previous episode and that was done on purpose, very much so. I always wanted Episode 2 to feel like a big $100 million Hollywood movie. Yeah. And I wanted this one to feel like... Like a 1970s episode of Doctor Who. So, so you've gone from a hundred million pound movie to seven ninety nine in a TV exactly. studio, exactly, with lots of people dressed in very similar costumes that one person had to make overnight. Bad sets with wobbly walls falling over. That's what I wanted to go for. So, this was again another example of world building. We really wanted to make a whole hive inside the mountain of these these creatures they have a queen played by the fantastic grace dunn who i've worked with before and she does a great job she sounded like judy dench which i thought was fantastic yes we also have david knight again reprising the role of george crisp Uh, this was a bit of a struggle uh for me personally even behind the scenes i had a lot going on in my in my personal life this year and it took almost a year this episode to be completed and David Knight actually recorded his all his dialogue for both episodes at the same time and so then
3: you kept him in your airing cupboard I did yeah for between a year. for a
1: year <laughs> I think it's nice that there
3: are they they feel like you know episode one episode two stick together very well but it does that thing which a good two-parter does where the, the action shifts on the cliffhanger and it moves into a different phase. Yeah,
1: sure. I am a massive fan of coming up with crazy names and races and species, so I loved getting into that sort of thing and the different types of, of yetis there were. And, and The names came from different places. Um, Flay Lai, for those who don't know is uh, a play on something from Watership Down, which is one of my favourite books and one of my favourite animated films of all time, which I know is a bit weird because it is awful and horrible, but I love it. But Thlayli is the, the rabbit name of Bigwig. So in the, in the movie, it's just called Bigwig, but in the book, they all have their own Lapine names as well. I'm going very geeky now about Watership Down, but I'm, I'm going to, I don't care. because you run that fan site, don't yeah. um, Jashnik I don't know where that came from. I just made that up (laughs) because I love making up silly names.
3: That's impressively Doctor Who-ish.
1: It is. I thought that, yeah. Because there are certain letters that work really well with making up names for things like yetis and goblins and trolls and things. And and Ks are very important. (laughs) There's often a a K or a Q or something very hard and... Glottal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The idea of the Queen was sort of semi-based on a novel called She... By yes, H. Rider Haggard, Rider Haggard, which you suggested to me that I read when you yes, when I was I talking did. about this episode, and I did read it, and I found it really boring. <laughs> it's <laughs> sorry, it's, it's hard going. No, no, it is well, it's
3: very of its time because it's
1: Victorian yeah. fiction, and I love I love you know Arthur Conan Doyle's Lost World. So I even find that quite hard work.
3: I think she is you know has its issues. Yeah, bearing in mind how old it is and and the and the way it is. But the, the idea of, of it being a female-led society somewhere cut off from, from civilization felt like a good fit for what you were doing. And also yeah. it had that precedent because Hammer made it into not just one film, but two films. And the first film stars Peter Cushing and I think Bernard Cribbins is in it, because why not? I love him. You know, he's a god. And uh, I mean literally a god amongst men And especially if you've ever seen Old Jack's boat you are worship the <laughs> ground that he doth walk
1: upon We're quite well up on CBeebies yeah. uh, Which is a, a children's oh. channel in the UK For those who don't know
3: That's a podcast for another day
1: Yeah we, we should start a CBeebies room. podcast later
3: and, um, and and Cushing and Ursula Andres from Doctor No Ooh, is, is she in that film so so it's worth having a gander if you can find it. Pop down yeah. to your local blockbuster, maybe, you know, take a taxi or a or your bus, or, you know, travel on a ghost horse. Oh, I
1: love those ghost
3: horses. Who doesn't? They just Mm. hang around.
1: Like that one behind you now. What? So, Jashnik was played by my lovely wife, Laura Marshall, who's been in quite a few episodes before. She's sort of a quarter of our core Monster Hunters team. And then, uh, was played by me. Then I came up with the idea of the love story. Actually, it might have been Laura's idea. (laughs) to put this in, because we kind of wrote some of this together. Um, the love story between Jashnik and Thleilai. And because it was just the two of us playing those parts, we could work around all the lines that had already been recorded by the other actors, and we added the love story in a bit later. Um, so that's something that came quite late into the proceedings. And I thought that was a really important part of, of the episode. Um, yeah, so it was important to have this entire life going on inside the mountain, which we don't bother. We don't destroy anything. We don't make them move. We leave them living in there. We're not allowed to mention it to anyone. No, but it's nice.
3: It is nice that for once, the monster isn't necessarily the monster. The monster is man.
1: Absolutely. And we also play on a couple of things we've mentioned before. Lorimer's lust for knowledge comes into it again. And Roy's lust for power. Because, again, he's tempted to actually become a yeti and be the queen's consort and even though it was very heavily implied in the previous episode, we, we find George Crisp was indeed a baddie. He was sent there by, we're still not quite sure who. Do
3: you but know? There is
1: certainly something bigger afoot.
3: Well, we've been hinting this for quite a while.
1: We have, haven't we? Um, so it was fun for uh, for David Knight as well to play this character. He loved it. I could see in his eyes. Evil and then gets his, his head gold, pulled off.
3: You kind of, kind of glimmer in his eyes.
1: So this was also quite subtle, but for those who aren't sure, uh, the Queen Yeti does pull his head off. I can this didn't tell you that didn't in real
3: now. life, though, did it?
1: It did. You weren't there for that bit. That was Is embarrassing. He? He's gone. I know. What? I got in a lot of trouble. The other guys were definitely human. Well,
3: I think, on that note, we should let you people get on with your daily existence.
1: But, but I, I do, do you hope you Washington. enjoyed listening to us talking about uh, the yetis and... And who knows what's going on in that mountain as we speak? I dread to think probably fun and games. Exactly. But what is happening
3: back in England?
1: Well, we'll find out next week. Until then, goodbye.
5: (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.